This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday, the 21st of March. In your sport today, Ferrari's fast start to the F1 season. Chikara Anthony is a world champion. Italy snap a losing streak in style. And the world's biggest boxing match. This is your sport today. We're starting the week in the Middle East. Uh, That's where the first race of the Formula One season has been run and won. Gabs, it finished early this morning and it was a Ferrari 1-2. Yeah, and Fez, Ferrari could not have asked for a better start to the 2022 F1 season. So Charles Leclerc, he started in pole position at the Bahrain Grand Prix, and that is where he stayed. He crossed the finish line with his Ferrari teammate Carlos Sainz just behind him in second. Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton finished third, but he needed a little bit of luck to get on the podium. Reigning world champion Max Verstappen, he battled Leclerc for the lead for most of the race but with a couple of laps to go, his car broke down and was forced to retire while in second spot. Yeah, and Verstappen's Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez had a similar problem and he had to retire as well, so no points for Red Bull to start the season. This is the first year with the new car regulations and Gabs, it's really changed up the picking order of the teams. Yeah, it really has, and you only need to look at Ferrari to see these changes. So they've spent two years working on this car to get it ready, and the results, they've already come in the first race. Red Bull is still right up there, but Hamilton says that Mercedes have dropped off, and then teams like McLaren, who finished fourth last year, they are way back in the pack. And Fez, that's not great news for Aussie McLaren driver Daniel Ricciardo. He came 14th out of the 17 cars that finished the race in Bahrain, and That was one spot ahead of his teammate Lando Norris. It is a long season, so there is plenty of time to work on the cars. It certainly is a long season. There are 23 races in all, and the next one is on Monday, Australian time in Saudi Arabia. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Before Leclerc, when was Ferrari's most recent F1 win, and who was the driver? Gabs, help us out on this one. Well, it was a few years ago and it was won by someone who is no longer at Ferrari. Yes, but he is still racing in the F1. Uh, All right, find out the answer at the end of the show. From Bahrain to France we go because Australia's Winter Olympic gold medalist Jakara Anthony created a bit of history at the final event of the skiing season and Gabs, she's got a couple of trophies to show for it. Yes, and she's now the proud owner of two Crystal Globes for being the world champion in the dual moguls and the overall moguls discipline this season. Anthony, she won two silver medals this weekend in Mojave in France's East, and that took her medal tally this season up to 12, which is the most now by an Australian winter sports athlete in a single season. Alyssa Camplin and Britt Cox had held a record with 10, but Anthony won 11 medals at World Cup events plus the Olympic gold in Bay. Beijing to take the record all for herself. Yeah, and she said the deep field of talented athletes makes it extra special for her. Uh, She'll have a bit of time off to reflect on all her achievements. The new season starts in October. 
to New Zealand now where Australia's women's cricket team qualify for the semi-finals of the Women's World Cup with a fifth straight win on Saturday. Gabs, the Aussies beat India and they don't look like they can be stopped at the minute. No, they are looking really good right now. But to be fair, they were tested against India. They had to chase down 278 to win, which was the highest successful run chase ever at a Women's World Cup. Skipper Meg Lanning, she led the way with 97 and a bit earlier, teenage fast bowler Darcy Brown had taken three wickets, which is pretty impressive given she had to complete an eating challenge the (laughs) night before. So what happened here was Brown turned up late to the pub, so her teammates ordered her a 750-gram steak with some chips and onion rings. It sounds great. She did it and won 50 bucks off her teammate Megan Schutt as well. I wonder if that was 50 Aussie dollars or 50 Kiwi dollars. Uh, she said the steak was easy, but the chips and onion rings were pretty tough. But Australia has two games left before the semis next week. Uh, they play South Africa, who are also undefeated tomorrow. You don't have to wait too long for some more cricket, though, because the third men's test between Australia and Pakistan starts today. The Aussies have named an unchanged lineup. That series is nil all. The Aussies are trying to get that win to win the series. Catch it from 4 p.m. today, Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Foxtel and KO. Let's go to Melbourne now because there are a couple of big finals matches in some of the women's footy codes over the weekend. Uh, Gabs, it looks like we've got a rematch coming up in the A-League Women's Comp. Yep, we sure do. And that's because Melbourne victory, they beat Melbourne City 3-1 yesterday in the preliminary final. And that means they're going to play Sydney FC in the big one on Sunday. Victory led 2-0 at halftime and held on to win. And that sets up a replay of last year's grand final, which they won in extra time with one of the final kicks of the game. In the AFLW Fremantle, they beat North Melbourne away from home to qualify for the prelim final where they're going to take on Adelaide. But Fez, we don't know know when that match will be played and that's because the other elimination final over the weekend was postponed due to COVID. Yeah, Collingwood didn't have the minimum required number of healthy players which meant their game against Brisbane has been delayed. Uh, There hasn't been any talk about them having to forfeit and we'll let you know the details once they're confirmed. To some rugby union news now because France, they've won the Six Nations tournament. They beat England by 12 points yesterday. But Gabs, the big story was at the other end of the table because an epic losing streak is finally over. Oh, and what a way to do it. So (laughs) Italy, they'd lost 36 matches in a row in the Six Nations Championship, but they snapped that streak with a try in the final 90 seconds to beat Wales away from home. And Fez, it wasn't just a barge over from close range. This was a 70-metre try and the goal kick from in front put them ahead by a point just as the final siren sounded. Really emotional scenes if you get to see the video. Back to France, this was their first Six Nations title since 2010 and the win also means they've won the Grand Slam, which just means that they've beaten the five other teams this year. I'll put a link to that Italy try in the episode notes if you want to check it out and see all the emotion. <laughs> a little closer to home, the Wallabies named a 40-man squad for next month's camp on the Gold Coast. That's to get the players ready for the big international rugby season, which starts in July. 
those of you who have watched Game of Thrones will know all about the mountain. He is huge, super strong, and <laughs> terrifying. The actor that plays him goes by the nickname Thor. He's an Icelandic bodybuilder, not our own Chris Hemsworth. And on the weekend, he won a fight called the heaviest boxing match in history. Yeah, I'm pretty heavy, but you couldn't pay me enough to get in the ring with either of these guys. <laughs> so the mountain, his actual name is Hafthor Bjornsson. He beat Eddie Hall yesterday in Dubai. Now, sometimes these exhibition fights can be a bit one-sided, but Hall, he is a former World's Strongest Man competitor who regularly went up against Bjornsson, and that's where their rivalry started, and it's only gotten hotter over the years. So Hall, he holds the official deadlift record at 500 kilos. Yes, 500 kilos. But Bjornsson, he beat that by one kilo just to prove a point, although Hall says that that does not count because it wasn't in a competition. Uh, Look, I wouldn't want to be the one in the middle of those two guys (laughs) arguing. Uh, They combined for nearly three. 100 kilos in the ring. Uh, Bjornsson actually won the boxing match on points and he took home the Titan Championship. I don't think it's an official world title, but I wouldn't be questioning him (laughs) if he says it is. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And yesterday in Melbourne, it was the private funeral of Shane Warne. Uh, he was farewelled by friends and family of the St Kilda Footy Club, his favourite Aussie rules team. Apparently, there are lots of tears, but also lots of laughs for the Aussie cricket legend. Uh, his state funeral is next week on March the 30th. Gabs, what do you got? Yeah, and the Saints couldn't get a win for him in round one, but one team that did win was the Dockers, and they can thank Heath Chapman. It looked a bit more like a goalkeeper in soccer, but he's basically just punched the ball off the line with a few seconds to go to help them beat the Crows by one point. Just the one point. Uh, as for today's trivia question, brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Before Charles Leclerc, when was the last time Ferrari won an F1 race and who was the driver? Gabs, who was it? Yes, that happened back in 2019. Jeez, that feels like an eternity ago. And it was won by Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, and Charles Leclerc finished second. The last time Ferrari went 1 2. All right, that's us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Gabs and I will be back tomorrow. We'll catch you then. Thank you.